Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book Men Alive. Dr. Jim. Paul, let's tell our listeners the Bible story about how to get ready to be a martyr. That's a good way to lose a few listeners. First, let me give the setting. Jesus began his ministry after his baptism in the Jordan River and his testing by Satan in the Judean wilderness. He handpicked a number of individuals, calling them his disciples. His basic request was very simple. Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they did. They left whatever they were doing and began traveling with Jesus. When we get to the sixth chapter of Luke's Gospel and the tenth chapter of Matthew's Gospel, we read, One night Jesus went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. This simple statement has some profound insights. Jesus saw the need to pray. He spent an entire night in prayer. Now, it does not record in the Bible what Jesus specifically prayed about, but we know that as soon as he came down off the mountain, he gathered his disciples and selected twelve to be his apostles. We can assume that part of that time that night was asking guidance from his heavenly Father about who should be chosen to be his apostles. To accomplish the Father's plan, he had a three-year window of opportunity to finish what the Father had planned before that fateful Passover three years ahead when he would be crucified, rise from the dead, and return to the Father. The right men had to be chosen. Time was of the essence. So in my mind, I can see Jesus in prayer on the mountain, reviewing the names of the disciples at the bottom of the hill, the ones who had agreed to follow him, waiting for him to select the ones he wanted to be his apostles. Jesus may have been off the mountain earlier with his list of twelve men, had it not been for selecting Judas Iscariot to be one of the twelve, knowing Judas would betray him. You can almost hear Jesus reviewing the other name, saying, What about him, Father? He would be a good one. And the Father replying, Pick Judas Iscariot. He is part of our plan. Okay, Father, I will pick Judas. Verse 13 says, And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James son of Alphaeus, and Simon called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who also became a traitor. In reality, Jesus chose these twelve apostles to be witnesses to the world of everything Jesus did and taught while he was on earth. Let's look at what they were told just a few hours after being selected kind of like saying to them, okay men, let me tell you what's ahead. And he basically is saying, you will be my witnesses, but you will die for what you tell others. From the New Testament Greek, we know the word for witness is the word martis, from which we get the English word martyr. So a disciple or apostle was to tell others what they saw Jesus do and what they heard Jesus teach. They were to be a witness with their words and with their life a martis or martyr. 
Let's look at Matthew 10 to see how Jesus prepared his apostles to be witnesses. Verse 1 says, Our authority comes from Christ. Scripture records he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. So our authority to be a witness does not come from our skills, our words, or our training. Power and authority come from Christ himself. Christ's final words on the Mount of Olives were, All authority is given unto me, so go. What part of go do we not understand? Sounds like a good name for a ministry. Go Teach Global. A great segue for me to remind you this is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. We have prepared a special free PDF document of the third edition of our book Standing Strong Through the Storm. We can send you this by email and we'd really like you to have a copy. It's easy. Just email Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Ask for your PDF copy of the Standing Strong book. Dr. Jim would be so encouraged to hear from you today. Contact him at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Matthew 10, verse 14. You will be rejected. When he says, And whosoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Verse 16. You are like sheep among wolves. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Verse 17. You will be detained and abused, but beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. Verse 19. You will be given words to speak to the authorities, but when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak, for it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Verse 21 and 22. You will be hated because of Christ. Now brother will deliver up brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. You will be pursued. Verse 23. So flee when you're persecuted. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. For assuredly, I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. We teach in SSTS that the word persecuted is connected to the word pursue. So in essence, our enemy is pursuing God's Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And he sees Jesus in us, in our eyes, in our voice, in our words, in our actions. Therefore, he pursues us to shut down our witness, to keep us from telling others about Christ's life, death, and resurrection as our Savior and Lord. Matthew 10.24 says, A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. 
if they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Verse 26 says, You will be afraid, but resist being fearful. Therefore do not fear, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. Verse 28 admits you will be killed, yet you are valuable. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. Verse 32 says, You will be disowned if you disown Christ before men. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him will I also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Verse 36 says, You can expect opposition from your family. Do not think that I come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword, for I have come to set a man against a father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Now, verse 38 offers a positive promise after all these negative events that Jesus cites to prepare his disciples. He says, If you will take up your cross and lose your life for my sake, you will gain eternal life. And he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. One of our primary teachings in SSDS fits in here. Jesus was teaching what we call the Beatitudes to his new apostles and the nearby listeners when he said, You are blessed when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you, and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. In the New International Version of the Bible, the first letters of these four verbs, hate, exclude, insult, reject, form an acronym spelling ER, H-E-I-R. If these things happen to save us, we are heirs of God's grace. And as Romans 8.17 says, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Jesus spent time over the three years he was with his disciples, telling them how to prepare to be a witness, a martyrs. Paul, read Christ's words he spoke to his disciples in Luke 6. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. 
Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. Love your enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. That is our challenge, men, to be prepared as Christ's disciples to be his martis, or witness in Greek, even if we become a martyr in English. That's it for today, men. Don't forget to request the free special PDF document of the third edition of our book, Standing Strong Through the Storm. Send your email to menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. We invite you to visit our website at goteachglobal.com, and there you'll find all our Men Alive past programs as well. That's goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ. 